Welcome to the A to Z of things unseen, which of course starts with the letter A. A is for awe. I'm Rabbi Jonathan Wittenberg from the New North London Synagogue. Awe has become an increasingly more important concept, a feeling for me as I've got older, and I've experienced it in different contexts. I'm a very keen walker, and some of the longer walks amidst empty countryside in the far north of Scotland I see the water and the sky and the rocks. It's inhospitable in some ways, but it fills me with a sense of awe and wonder and a sense of smallness. And sometimes I feel a related quietening of the heart in a human conversation or just in listening, where there's real pain or real courage and you feel the heart's silence. And then there's a moment of being part of something much greater. And that's what I'm thinking of when I speak of awe. Awe has a very important place in Judaism. It's not as popular to many as love of God, but the fear of God is a biblical expression. And I don't think it means fear in the sense I'm scared, I'm afraid. When the rabbis discuss it, they say there's a lower form of fear, which is the fear of punishment. And Sometimes that's important. Sometimes one doesn't do something wrong because one doesn't want to be caught. But they're mainly referring to a higher emotion, an emotion of humility before God's presence. In fact, the Talmud goes so far as to say that one can't study and understand the Torah, Judaism's sacred text, without passing through the gateway of a sense of awe before God and awe before heaven. What comes to my mind when I'm thinking of a story about awe and the fear of God is actually an incident in which the word itself isn't mentioned. It's Elijah on God's mountain in the cave. And God asks Elijah, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he gives this answer, I'm the only prophet left. And he retreats into the cave and God makes pass before him thunder, earthquakes, and the trembling of the ground. And then there's, in the Hebrew, it's called Mama Daka, the voice of fine silence. And he covers his face with his mantle and he goes to the mouth of the cave and he hears the question again, what are you doing here, Elijah? And that, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? I think that's the question we're asked in a moment of awe. To have an attitude of awe before God, and not just before God, but before life, before our fellow human beings, and before all life, including animal life and the life of the trees and the plants, is deeply important because it entails something respectful, something reverential, and it contains within it the injunction not to hurt, to do no harm, to wish to protect and respect and care for and be faithful to creation in its wonder and its beauty. I was in a conversation with a person who regarded themselves very much as a secular atheist but said they were deeply bound up with nature 
I can't help myself. In these circumstances, I find myself drawing on a religious vocabulary. I use words like sacred and words like wonder, despite myself. And I think awe is a feeling that many people experience, whether they see it as God-centered or not. And in fact, I think that latter is less important than the impact on our heart and conscience that the feeling of awe has. And you can hear this program again and find other editions of Things Unseen at www.thingsunseen.co.uk.